Okay, so we're on task seven. And last time we spoke about creating compelling messages. This time we are talking about exploring social strategies. The best way to have a good idea is to have lots of ideas. That's by Linus Pauling. Hey, I'm John Harris and welcome to another episode of Exponential Radio. We're talking engaging in environmental conservation. And these are some of the steps you need to do if you want to get involved in your own project or if you want to join some other project and add value, you can learn and go through these steps uh, and pick up some good pointers. So talking about uh, social strategies, you can choose from a number of strategies such as education, social marketing, general communications, advocacy, civic engagement and outreach. These are different areas, focus areas, key focus areas that you can look at. And fortunately, as the story at the moment, with a lot of censorship, this 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 subject at least is, is not taboo and is not censored by big tech. It's in fact being promoted by the World uh, Economic Forum and by big financial organizations as well as big tech. So it's, it is it is popular at the moment to look at environmental conservation. And although there's a lot of hype and there's a lot of misinformation, um, I don't think there's anything wrong with taking part in trying to conserve wilderness areas for wildlife, specifically in Africa. So the first action step we can look at now, we're up to action step number 16, and we're going to select our social strategies. Uh, not everyone can be Gandhi, but each of us has the power to make sure our lives count. And it's those millions of lives that will ultimately build a better world, and that's by Jeffrey Skoll. So we need to think about social strategies and certain characteristics and outcomes differentiate education strategies from communication, advocacy, outreach, and social marketing techniques. And, and what we're thinking about here is the first step really is form, formative planning. Um, so we need effective planning, and that will help you better understand uh, your issue and the drivers behind it and formative planning. It can also help you understand your audiences. As we've gone through a lot of these steps, you'll see that we have covered some of these points already. And what kinds of things that might motivate them to take action? Because at the end of the day, it's one thing to have all these steps for environmental education and conservation, but you need to engage people in a way that's going to motivate them to take some kind of action. And we need to identify barriers. So next point really we're looking at is, is, is most environmental issues are complex and could target a number of behaviors. We need to understand that when we're talking about environmental conservation and environment, it is a highly complex problem. It's a difficult problem to manage. And it's very easy to destroy to destroy environmental areas, wilderness areas, um, and, and specific species. It's very hard to maintain them and, in fact, grow them. It's very costly. Um, water conservation, for example, can be accomplished through water-saving strategies in both the home and in the yard and at commercial sites. Look, it can, it can also be done in agricultural operations and so on and in wilderness areas. Um, so they're looking at is these most, positive, most useful ways and of, of trying to harness water which is a really big issue uh hunting on the behavior of and an audience to target often requires understanding the barriers to describe actions for that specific audience so as we mentioned before remember when we're talking environmental engagement we're looking at communities surrounding these wilderness areas i mean there, there are a lot of different environments the one we're focusing on is sub-saharan africa uh, specifically targeting areas around nature reserves game reserves wilderness areas for the preservation of wildlife and specific plant species. 
So these, these need to be addressed to certain audiences with specific messages as we've discussed. Identify those barriers. We need to, you know, you need to think about such, such things as a lack of information, a need for, for reminders or feedback or encouragement through social norms. And these can effectively be handled through social marketing. You know, others such as certain logistical infrastructure challenges might make it virtually impossible to promote certain behaviors without making policy changes. But we have spoken a bit about policy changes, government, uh, getting government involved, local government, and so on and so forth. But we want to do as much as we can without those policies because we know that governments move very slowly. Um, uh, let's look at some, the next point, which is implementing social marketing uh, ask these three critical questions when, you, when you're thinking about implementing social marketing. First, what is the potential impact of the behavior? Second, what barriers exist to engaging in these activities? So what's preventing them from doing these activities anyway? And thirdly, what resources exist to overcome the identified barriers? So do we have specific resources? Uh, you know, if you're looking at uh, poaching, what other resources, what other businesses are economic uh, dynamos could be set up to replace uh, theft of wood and theft of game um, that could be utilized to counter that in an economic way, things like that. Um, implementing social marketing. So let's just think about creating a strategy now. And uh, once you've decided on a target audience and behavior, you can use that information you know, that you've gathered through formative planning to develop a strategy. And at the end of the day, strategy is critically important. Effective campaigns use compelling messages and specific strategies that directly address the barriers to action among clearly defined audiences. So you need to really understand that in marketing, specifically social media marketing, uh, as we'll discuss, you, you have to keep tweaking. You're not going to get it right first time, even when you go through as much planning and pre-planning as possible and you create a very sound strategy, you're still going to have to start testing. And before the strategy is fully implemented, it should be tested and with small subset of target audiences to assess its viability and effectiveness. So not only small audiences, you also want to make sure that you um, use uh, limited resources as far as finance and funding and so it's concerned. Because what you're trying to do is test and start to get utilize and follow the maximum. So whatever starts working, that's what you want to start following and do more of. And what doesn't work, you want to do less of, uh, specifically with your testing uh, to get your final messaging out. The implementation and evaluation. So our next point, um, as the campaign is deployed with the entire audience or audiences, monitoring the and evaluation should be part of the project's campaign. So these campaigns, and really a campaign is a multi-touch perspective, whether it's from email, multi-touch, or messaging, multi-messages going to the same audience. Um, you're trying to get to touch them as many times as you can, that they start to take notice of your messaging. And you need to monitor that and evaluate it as we've already discussed. So these are some points that we've gone over today when we're thinking about uh, exploring social strategies. And of course, in the world, as social media and social strategy and online is very, very powerful. Uh, the geographic boundaries break down. And so you can cover a huge number of people and you can get your message out to a global audience. Obviously, those that are interested in this particular subject. As I mentioned before, environment is critically important, not just for wilderness and wildlife, but also for individuals. The environment around people is very important as to their, their health and their mental state. Having poor environment definitely affects people's mental state. And this is one of the things that we're also looking at 
when we're making these things available for future generations that they can get into natural environments um, and specifically to help with any specific uh, change of state that they're trying to achieve. So as usual, uh, I'd like to thank you for tuning in and you can tune in again next time. And if you've missed any episodes, go to johnarthurharris.blogspot.com and you can get some back issues. And we will see you in the next episode. Have a great day.